Pat Mahomes. Bust. What would you have said if I bet you a hundred bucks at the start of at the end of the round robin and start of the playoffs that the stars would be in the Stanley Cup playoffs or Stanley Cup finals? I don't know because bomb that was their best player. So how do y'all feel about this? Very impressed with how bad they're doing. Donovan Mitchell, who right now looks to be a superstar. Yeah, and as a Cowboys fan, I have learned how dangerously good Aaron Rodgers has been with he can just thread a pass. A lot worse than I thought. So what do you think is going to happen in the game tonight, Kevin? I don't know what to think. They've won a game by uh, two points, three points, and one point. Yeah, a, a very high number. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and that's all I have to say. He's still a top five quarterback in this, le- in this league, and there's nothing really anyone can do about it. Before the season started, traded for Mookie Betts. What do you think about that trade, Austin? If he can step up, that'll really help the Lakers in the future. It's just amazing, and I don't care what the Red Sox got for trading Mookie Betts and David Price. The Dodgers, in my opinion, win it. I don't have to see what players they give up. I think we should move on to the Yankees, who... But after that, it, everything just fell apart. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome back to our 18th episode of Outsiders Opinions. We've recorded over 15 videos, so let us know what your favorite video has been so far in the comments. If you're listening on Spotify, go to our YouTube channel and drop your thoughts in the comments. Today, we will be looking at the playoff picture for the NFL. And Austin, we are halfway through. I can't believe it. Yeah, basically, this next week we'll uh, have some great matchups, but we're just here to look at uh, the playoff picture for the NFL right now. Obviously, the only undefeated team we'll talk about. We'll start with the AFC, but the only undefeated team left, Steelers, one seed. They would get a bye. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm not sure if the Steelers are going to be able to. Stay undefeated when they face the mighty, mighty Cowboys with huh. Garrett Gilbert and yeah, Tony Pollard. I mean, yeah. Four starters in four weeks for the Cowboys. <laughs> yep. And uh, But the, the, in my opinion, the Steelers, they've really – like I knew they were going to be good, but just not this good. It's their defense, man. Mika Fitzpatrick, TJ Watt, Bud Dupree, all those players just come into play right now. Yeah, you got uh, Minka and uh, you just – they just got another middle linebacker from the winless Jets, Avery Williamson. Yep. They're just uh, – the rich get like... richer. <laughs> yep. But um, the first playoff matchup we would have would be the two versus the seven, which would be Chiefs versus Browns. Uh, that would be a very interesting matchup considering where the Chiefs were last year and where the Browns were last year. Not only did the Browns lose OBJ, but they're moving in the wrong direction. While the Chiefs just got Le'Veon Bell, destroyed the Jets last week, which is to be expected. But what do you think about that matchup? Yeah, I think uh, it'd easily be the Chiefs. While the Browns do have Miles Garrett and he is a good pass rusher, I'm just not sure the Browns can. T- no one in the NFL can really face that Chiefs offense. Um, but the Browns, they don't really have a good secondary. And just facing the arsenal that the Chiefs have, I think they would just – I think they win. And I think OBJ is a huge loss for the Browns. And you you can't sleep on the Chiefs' defense. You have Tyron Matthew. you got Frank Clark. And so I think Tyron Matthew would maybe pick off Baker Mayfield. 
once. Huh. Yeah. So. Baker didn't look all that great last week. Um, but I mean, it's, it's going to be tough to see where the Browns go. They, they need, they need desperately to get Nick Chubb back because Kareem Hunt isn't carrying the load. Like we saw last week where they lost 16 to six, their offenses, it's, it's not coming to play. And they, they, they play the, the Texans this week in what I think is a must win game. Cause when you play against the Texans, it has to be a must win game. Or actually, that's yeah. next weekend. They play the uh, the Texans. They have a bye this week, but it's still a must win game against the Texans because they they can't lose to a team who's only won one game. Not when you expect to play against the Chiefs in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, but uh, can't believe the Browns are actually looking to be in the playoffs. So far, they're and, projected. Yep. Oh yeah, Nick. I wouldn't be surprised if they fell out. But I think we can move on to a much more intriguing matchup. Uh, the Bills versus the Colts. Yeah, that one would be a defensive showdown. Their de- both of their defenses are elite, and I think the Bills need to get it together on the defensive side of the ball, but they are excelling on certain aspects. They still have Edmonds. They still have uh, uh, Tredavious White. They still have uh, some great players on their defensive side, and the Colts also have insane players on their side too. It will be... It would be a defensive showdown, but I think it, the Bills would come through because of the quarterback matchup. I don't know if Phillip Rivers can keep up with Josh Allen right now. I don't know if he has it in him to, to change the game like Josh Allen changes the game. And with Marlon Mack being out for the entire season because of his injury, I it would be difficult for the Colts to pull this one out. Your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I agree with you. And um, you mentioned the quarterback. I would say depends on uh philip rivers um for the colts but josh allen i think is he's growing he's had some setbacks but if you look at his wide receiving core he's got stefan diggs i think a really good slot receiver in cole beasley and uh they have john brown the he can catch the deep ball which is really good stefan diggs can do that too and i think it'd be tough for the colts defense but that's be an intriguing matchup. And I think the Bills, they also have Josh Norman. Um, so he's not the guy he was four years ago or however. Give or take. So, Give or take. Yeah. But uh, you got Tredavis White. I think he's a good second corner. And it'd be interesting to see how Philip Rivers, as I think Philip Rivers has turned over the ball lately, but I think the Colts do have an up-and-coming running back, uh, Taylor. Yeah. Um, so I think that would be intriguing, but yeah, I'd agree, Bills. And then I think we can go to a playoff matchup from rematch from last year. Yeah, Titans versus Ravens. This one would be in Tennessee because right now the Titans are winning their division. Um, they've had a setback last week against the Bengals after losing a hard-fought game against the Steelers. I still believe the Titans are one of the best teams in the AFC and will prove to be one. Um, I think the Titans are better than the Bills. I think there's three, four teams who could win the AFC in my mind legitimately. Steelers, Chiefs, Titans, Ravens. I, I, I don't think he could go further than that, and it may just be the Chiefs at this point. But I believe that the other teams could make a great fight. The Titans and Ravens are both very, very good teams. This would be one of the best matchups in the playoffs. This is a 
almost AFC championship type of matchup between how good the two teams are playing right now. Uh, minus the Titans lost to the Bengals last week. <clears throat> but the Titans, they just picked up Desmond King. Their defense is getting better. They had Jadavian Clowney, who they signed in free agency. Derrick Henry, King Henry gets only better as the season goes on. They have Khalif Raymond, who's coming into his own with A.J. Brown, who's another great wide receiver in this league. Brian Tannehill's putting up MVP-type numbers. I mean, they got it all for him, but then you go to the Ravens, and they have this man named Lamar Jackson, who is very hard to tackle. Uh, uh, it's going to be a, and it's going to be a great game. And I would, I I would take the Titans to take it again because playoff Henry is a different breed, and I would be very surprised if the Ravens could do enough defensively to to stop him. Your thoughts? Uh, yeah, you mentioned defense. We saw the Ravens are just getting all the defensive linemen that the Jaguars want to give up. Uh, they did get. Uh, Yannick Nagakwe from the Vikings, who we talked about, and then you pair him up with Calais Campbell. I think the Ravens are doing what any team did. We saw they faced the Chiefs. We talked about it, and the Chiefs just destroyed them. So the Ravens have, I think, a really good secondary, but Mahomes can dissect their secondary. So you know what they go out and do? They go get Yannick Nagakwe, um, combined with already their pass rush. Don't, like I don't care who the quarterback is. Pass rush, if you have a good pass rush and you can get to the quarterback, you're gonna get you're gonna play well in defense. Yeah. I think so they're trying to do what they need to stop Patrick Mahomes. But I'm not sure if they'll make it. And I think you mentioned Ryan Tannehill. I think Ryan Tannehill was the quarterback in their in the first playoff matchup from last year, but I think he's playing at such a high, um, playing at a much higher level. Like he didn't even throw for a hundred yards. Yeah, he threw for like sixty something, eighty something, something like that. He didn't throw for that much. All I know is Derrick Henry ran for more than he threw. Yeah, um, I would agree. Um, but I'm actually gonna. I think Lamar Jackson wins his first playoff game, and I think you have. Clay's Campbell, you have Unique Nagakwe. Um, they also got that middle linebacker, Patrick Queen. And I think that's going to be – those are the key players they got and for this matchup. And I think – but on the other side, you got – you mentioned Jadavion Clowney from the Titans. And the Ravens lost their star left tackle, Ronnie Stanley. He is out for the season. So we talked about pressure. I, I'm, it's tough to bring Lamar Jackson down, but he's it's going to affect him. So I'm going to lean towards the Ravens on this one just because of their new defensive additions. But you're very right. It's going to be a great defensive matchup or a great matchup in general. Yeah. And then there's four teams that we believe are in the hunt. Um, we have the Raiders, who are four and three. The Dolphins, who are also four and three with their – uh, defense looking much better with their new additions and Kyle Van Noy and uh, so uh, Byron Jones and other players. Uh, the uh, the Broncos who had a tremendous win last week they're three and four, and then the Patriots who we're not going to say that they're out of the playoffs even though they are two and five. The Patriots have shown that they could turn around a terrible start, and uh, all those teams we believe have a chance of making the playoffs. 
Um, but do you want to move on to the NFC? Yeah. Um, so Seahawks, they up to now they haven't really had a great defense, um, or not great. Just they haven't had a pretty. They haven't had a really good uh, defense. They need. They've been relying on the arm and of Russell Wilson and to wide receivers like DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, but they do get a pass rusher. It's, uh, everyone wants one these days, and they got Carlos Dunlap from the Cincinnati Bengals. And I think they're looking to get Jamal Adams back, so I I wouldn't I can see them staying at number one overall seed. But let's go to the first matchup, unless you got something else about the Seahawks, Austin. Uh, no, I'm smart. there's not much to say. Russell Wilson right now should be through the first half, really, of the season, he is definitely the front runner to be the MVP. Um, while there's definitely other players who still have much more to say, like uh, Aaron Rodgers, who just had an amazing game on Thursday, uh, Patrick Mahomes, who is insane. Like I said, Ryan Tannehill's putting up amazing numbers. Tom Brady's having a resurgent season. There's, again, Lamar Jackson, who we can't count out. But right now, Russell Wilson's definitely the front runner. But like you said, we can go on to the first matchup of the playoffs, which would be uh, the two versus seven, Bucks versus Rams. Your thoughts? Uh, yeah, and I told you this uh, when we were talking off air, but you said Buccaneers were going to be good this season, and you were right. Uh, I didn't believe it, but after seeing the first half of the season, um, Tom Brady's done it again. He's defied critics' views, saying it's going to be a washed-up year. And he's excelling. And I don't know how I feel about the Bucks getting Antonio Brown. I don't really like that. I think that's going to harm them more than do them good. But I think the connection, that's Rob Gronkowski and Tom Brady. They're second most in pairs on touchdowns. I think the offense is gelling. Um, we saw in the first few weeks the offense wasn't there. Tom Brady was forgetting what down it was or confusing which down it was. But I think they've gotten through it, they fixed it, and they are a dangerous football team. And then uh, to the Rams, I just see the Bucks winning, and you saw what the Dolphins defense did to Jared Goff, and I think the Buccaneers have a better defense. Would you agree? Yeah, I definitely. I mean, the Bucks. It's defense, especially their run defense, has been elite for this entire season. And their pass defense is coming through. Uh, it was questionable against the Giants whether that was pass interference or not, but that's neither here or there. Um, the Rams would have a tough time. If, they, if they're going to lose to the Dolphins while Tua throws under 100 yards, I mean, I don't see how they have much of a chance if they can't get it going. While the defensive line for the uh, the Rams will pose a problem for the Bucks because that, that's really the that's the reason why the Bears beat the Buccaneers is because they their D line could get to Tom Brady and make him have to force passes and if that happens Jalen Ramsey's going to sit there and get a pick but I believe that the Bucks will come through that their O line will get better as the season progresses and Tom Brady will will move on again. Yeah, um, I think we can go to another intriguing matchup. Uh, the Packers versus the Cardinals. So just the quarterback matchup is unbelievable. Aaron Rodgers versus Kyler Murray. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Um, 
This is a tough one because the defense for the Packers has to step up for them to be a serious contender. I believe that the Packers have arguably the best offense in the league besides the Chiefs. I put Chiefs number one, and after that, it's either Seahawks or it's Packers in my mind. It's my, it's not. I don't know if there's much debate for second place besides those two because of the quarterbacks that are running them. You got Russell Wilson, like I already mentioned, and Aaron Rodgers, who I would say is right now third in MVP for the MVP behind only Patrick Mahomes and Russ. But the Cardinals have been excelling so far this season. They've added DeAndre Hopkins, who's really helped Kyler Murray progress as their full quarterback. Kyler's proven to be an elite quarterback at times. He needs to be consistently because they've, they've lost to some questionable teams throughout the season. Um, but if they, if they get it going and they uh, can make sure that they consistently on the defensive side can get to the quarterback, um, I think it'd be tough for the Packers to pull this one out, but I believe they would. Devonte Adams is almost impossible to guard. He is the best route runner in the league. And I, it's unarguable for me. Um, and Aaron Rodgers, with that connection, it'd be tough. And if Kenyon Drake doesn't come back as 100%, it'd be tough. Even though Chase Edmonds is good, I, I believe that the defense for the Packers could do enough for the Packers to win a high-scoring close game. Your thoughts? Uh, yeah, and you know what just occurred to me? This is the overtime thriller Hail Mary game to Jeff Janis, right? <laughs> yes, that, that did happen. Yeah, uh, Packers and Cardinals again, a uh, different quarterback. Um, but you mentioned uh, Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. On the other side, you got Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. Um, but I think I think that for the Packers season, we saw him come back uh, in their game against the 49ers, Aaron Jones. While Aaron Rodgers is always going to be great and Devontae Adams, I think Aaron Jones provides a solid option. As you mentioned, the defense, I think – I'm not sure how good the Cardinals run defense is, but I'm not sure if they can stop Aaron Jones. He's playing incredible, and I think he's huge to the Packers' success as I think a dominant run game is key in the moments um, to do a playoff game as we saw, we've seen the Cardinals come back against the Seahawks, and you don't want to give that much time, so you can run the ball, and if you can't stop the run – you're not going to get the ball back. So I think that can help their defense. And I'd be very intrigued to see if the Packers could sack uh, Kyler Murray because he's shifty. He is very, very shifty. Uh, the Darius Smith and Preston Smith have played okay. Preston Smith has kind of fallen off a little bit this season. He needs to get it together if the Packers want to do something. They almost basically put him at corner one one play against the Vikings. It was terrible. But uh, – their defense could come through. Jair Alexander versus DeAndre Hopkins may be the story of the game because if he can hold him, it may be a Packers route. But if he can't, it may give the Cardinals enough leeway for them to win. Um, but I think that gives us an, uh, enough information to move on to the last of our games, the weirdest game between a team that is below 500, the Eagles and the Saints. Your thoughts? Uh, yeah, the Eagles. Um, this is actually speaking of matchups. This is the one. This was Nick Foles part two. Yeah, this is the one the where uh, Alshon Jeffrey dropped the ball went, <laughs> and it was right through his hands. And Nick Foles may have been all the way to another championship if Alshon Jeffrey yeah. catches that. But 
again, that's neither here or there. Yeah, uh, the car- the Eagles, um, they're not the same Eagles. Uh, definitely a different quarterback, um, but just different team. Um, I think the Saints won this one. Actually, it's going to be a – I think the Saints won it just because of their defense. And we saw Carson Wentz throw two picks against two while he was facing the Cowboys defense, which is – if not the worst, one of the worst defenses in the this season and probably in the history of the NFL. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Cowboys defense is not good at all. And the fact that Carson Wentz turned over the ball twice, I mean, right now I'd rather have Nick Foles. Nick Foles is playing much better for the Bears comparatively. Well, he's not been insane. He's definitely – he's thrown eight touchdowns and seven picks in the games that he's played. Carson's leading the league in interceptions. I mean, that just really shows it. But, I mean, the Saints would destroy this matchup if, if uh, Drew Brees can stay consistent, if the rush defense for the Saints can stay consistent, if Michael Thomas can get back to the player he was last season, if Alvin Kamara can continue to be this dominant presence on the in the receiving game and in, on the ground with Latavius Murray being his backup. I mean, the, I see no way the Eagles win this game because of how much they're turning the ball over. The Eagles are – it's t- it's tough for them to get going, especially with Jason K- Kelsey being the only consistent uh, alignment on their team. And Carson Wentz, he would throw so many picks to Marshawn Lattimore or any of the other cornerbacks uh, uh, or safeties on their team. And it, I mean, they just got Quan Alexander, the Saints did. Yeah, and that's a huge addition. And I don't know if they would – the Eagles would score a point. I, I mean – the Eagles' defense is looking better. They are. And that may be just because they played against the Cowboys. But I do believe that they are uh, progressing as the season continues. But the, the Eagles' offense has been regressing. After that close game against the Steelers, they've only gotten worse. And I don't even know if they're going to win the, uh, the NFC East. We'll have to see. But in this matchup, I'd say the Saints destroy them by at least 24 points. Yeah, and uh, just a quick, we mentioned, like, you mentioned Marshawn Lattimore and other, uh, Quan Alexander, you got to Mario Davis, but uh, Marcus Davenport, Cameron Jordan, yeah, um, those two could probably have a field day with the Eagles offensive line because the Eagles offensive line, the Eagles lead the, Carson Wentz is the most sacked QB. He's, I think he was tied with, uh, Joe Burrow, I don't know if he is, still is, but when you're leading the team in sacks and you're facing a good defense or what a defense can be, um, that's, yeah, you're right. Saints win this one, and I will definitely have a smile on my face as the Cowboys will not be facing them. <laughs> so that now we can move on to the in-the-hunt player uh, teams, in-the-hunt teams. Uh, the Bears, they're close. The only reason why they're behind the Rams is because they lost two of them. Bears have played well this season, and they lost a very close game against the Saints. I believe Nick Foles is getting better. His one really, really tough game was against the Rams, and that's because the defensive, their the Bears' offensive line is breaking apart in front of him, and he could never get uh, a consistent open pocket to throw the ball. Then we move on to the Lions, who do not have that hard of a schedule moving forward, and they are three and four. Uh, they played the Vikings this week, and luckily for them. Uh, Matthew Stafford will play. Then we have the 49ers who are falling apart right now. I still believe that they can do it. It just depends on how healthy that they can be and if they can uh, 
and what they do with Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, and then we have the Panthers who get Christian McCaffrey back. They're three and five, but they went three. Uh, they went three and three without Christian McCaffrey. So if they can continue that success, I think they could seriously make a push for uh, a spot in the playoffs, maybe the seventh seed, if they can get it going. And then the rest of the teams we have are the entire NFC East. I think the best team in the NFC East is the uh, Washington football team. Their D-line is so good that they will consistently get pressure on any quarterback. They maybe have the best D-line in the league. And that's something to say when there's teams like the Sealers, like the, like you mentioned, the uh, the Saints. I would most likely take them. Chase Young is a beast, and I believe they will win the division. Uh, but we'll have to see. The Cowboys still technically have a chance, and they could get it. They could get it done. Uh, Garrett Gilbert is this next up and coming Nick Foles type of player. I mean, it's possible. And then the Giants, who I mean, they played well against teams. They just cannot win games. Uh, they played well against the Buccaneers. They played well against the Eagles. They lost both of those games. Your thoughts? Uh, yeah. Um, On to the Bears and the Washington football team. I think um, their defense is incredible. Both their defenses are really well. Um, Chase Young is a beast. Khalil Mack is a beast for the Bears. The thing is just their offense. And I think the key for the Washington football team to win the division is can Kyle Allen – keep the ball and not turn it over and then they can just run the ball and defenses win championships i'm not saying washington's gonna win the championship um but they can be a dangerous team because kyle Kyle allen is familiar with ron rivera as we saw him he was five and oh with the panthers last season until his collapse but i think they will win the nfc east i think They've already beaten the Eagles in the first week when the Eagles were up. They blew another, they blew a lead. And then uh, for the Bears, I think, I can't believe what I'm saying, but Nick Foles is, like, sometimes he's really bad. But some when you need him, he starts playing really well. I agree. Like, he's, I don't, he's just sneaky. Like, like with the Eagles run, when they won the Super Bowl, he just kind of, when you needed him, made the throws. But I think the key is the Bears' offensive line. And I think if the Bears' offense can just maybe score just a little bit more, they can be a definitely dangerous team. And, yeah, I uh, agree. The offensive line for the, the Bears is essential. If they can give Nick Foles time, he's a he's a very good quarterback. But he cannot make the pressure throws that Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers make. When they're about to get sacked, all those players throw a dime 90% of the time. Nick Foles, it's more like 45% of the time. But when he gets an open pocket, you can show – I mean, it's been shown before, like you said, with the Eagles, or even last week against the Saints. The Saints weren't getting consistent pressure in the fourth quarter, and that's why the Bears came back in forced overtime. They could have won the game. Because the Saints weren't getting enough pressure. That's essential for playing against the Bears. The Bears will beat you if two things happen. If the Bears defense comes to play like they normally do, and if they give Nick Foles enough time to make the passes that, are, that there is necessary to win. Those two stipulations are met. The Bears will win. I think they could beat almost any team. Because their defense is so good. Their defense could hold anybody in regulation 
to under uh, 30 points. I don't think a team could score more than 30 points against the Bears. It's impossible to me. But if their offense that I don't know if they can score over the amount that the other team scores. And we saw that last week with the Saints, if they just couldn't get it going during the middle of the game. And when they came back, it was not too late, obviously, because they still got a possession in overtime. But they just couldn't get it going in the one possession they had and kind of set them back. Yeah, I would agree with you. Um, uh, NFC North could have potentially uh, three playoff teams uh, because you got the Lions, the Bears, and the Packers. I think um, for sure the Packers and Bears matchups, I don't think they've played yet, right? They have not. So those are both going to be some games to watch to see how Kilo Mac does and see if the uh, offense can do well for the Bears. But I think that concludes our episode. Um, thank you for listening to our 18th episode. If you would like an in-depth review of all the playoff series from this year's MLB playoffs, go check out our last episode. In our next episode, we will do another power rankings for all the teams in the NFL. Okay.